match. Let's jump right into it, man. This is another episode of The Sportsman. We got Mikey V over there. We got Joey D down there. I'm the big ticket, and we're running it back again, man. Sorry I missed last week. Things happen. Life happens. Glad the boys were there to pick me up. Uh, but let's just jump right into it, man. We got NBA playoffs going full swing right now, man. A lot's going on with Jokic, Sixers, Celtics, Lakers. We got a lot going on, man. Joey D, break me down. What are you saying? Uh, I, I mean, I think on the Western side, it's it's really interesting because I think, you know, last week I actually said I thought that the Lakers would go through the West, which, you know, I think is, is still a big – it's a big statement. It's kind of like, you know, that, not the outlier pick. But I do believe that the Lakers, when Anthony Davis is playing the way he's playing on both ends of the floor, they're a force, man, and they have role players and they look good. They beat the, the Warriors by 30 last game. They're up 2-1. They win tonight. I'll tell you what, they have a commanding lead. Now, the Nuggets series looked like it was going to be a runaway. And I said to Mikey, I said, I, I did I did believe Phoenix was going to come back. And I think those two teams are going to beat each other up. And I think the Lakers are just going to stumble upon the winner of that series and, you know, be all the better for it. But it's it's been fun. It's, it's cool to see some of these games. Like last night watching Phoenix and Denver go at it, it was just like blow for blow. I mean, Booker in the last two games shot 80%. He went off last night. I think he had like 36 points. And then to watch Jokic put up 53 in a loss. I mean, it's exciting. I'm enjoying the playoffs a lot. I don't watch a ton of NBA during the season, but the, the NBA finals, the stars start to come out to play, and it makes it really fun. Mikey V? Yeah, I, 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 we and Joe talked about it last week. Uh, we said who we thought would make it to the finals. Um, I know Golden State's down two to one, uh, and the Lakers are playing well. Each team had a blowout win, and then there was a close game. Uh, to me, that's the most intriguing series right now. Um, the Knicks, though, I, I think the Knicks will steal one tonight against the Heat. Really? I think, I think the Knicks will bounce back. Wow, I do. Um, and I think the Warriors are still going to end up competing in that series. And I, I still, I'll stick with them. I picked them to go uh, win the whole thing last week. So I'm going to stick, I'm going to just stick with the Warriors. Um, and then, you know, Jokic, they said it on, on uh, local sports radio this morning. Like if we were able to watch him more, like you guys probably watch him a lot more than I do. Uh, Cause he's a West, you know, West coast team. If we were privy to watch him more on the East Coast, I think we'd appreciate more how dominant he is because nobody really around here talks about him too much. Like even he wins MVP, like it, just just basketball fans around this area, I just feel like don't talk about him as much. I think it's because you know where where he plays, and I just think if we were privy to see him more, we'd talk about him more. Uh, I still like Denver there. Um, and then the Celtics and, and the Sixers, I mean, that's that's very interesting. And, and Harden, you know, I've seen Harden do this. I saw him do it with the Nets. When he is on and he plays and he really tries and he busts his ass, he's a very, very difficult player to contain. He could be the best yeah. player on the floor, even with Embiid. Easily. He is just – he is a – he's a stud. He's a stud. So – I think all the series have, have been have been good. I think everything has been has been. There's a lot of parity, which is good because NBA is always usually so predictable, and it had yeah. been for so many years. And now I really feel like it's 
it's really anybody's anybody's game still right now. So uh, these are pivotal games now. The next couple like three days, uh, we'll see you know a lot of changes and we'll see a lot of swings. But I think it's anybody's. It's been good so far. Tick, do you like the Sixers like moving forward? Do you think they're going to get through Boston? Well, I was texting you a little bit earlier today about that, man. I think we I, we've got the league MVP on our team. It's MB. They've got a lot of good players. Max, he's a good young player. Tobias Harris needs to pick it up, but he is a good player. He's on a huge contract. But this team goes as James Harden goes. Game one, he was fantastic. We won that game. Game two and three, he he shot something like fifteen percent, twenty percent. He was atrocious. We lose both those games. He comes back in game four last night. Plays out of his mind, bonkers. And we win with his three at the end of that game. I mean, this team has gone since he he's gotten there as he goes. And I just need to see some consistency out of him, man. I mean, hopefully we can get a, a couple huge games out of Embiid when, when, when Harden's not there and we can steal a few. But this is a tough-nosed, brutal, brutal Celtics team, and we cannot afford oh. to take a night off. We just can't. James Harden cannot afford to take a night off. Yeah, and I don't see us I, getting past them without without James Harden putting up 40, 45 points. You know what I think part of the problem is, Ticket, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think sometimes James Harden's reluctant to take over as a scorer, and he tries to be more of a facilitator yeah. at times. Which and is I think fantastic. He, He's still fantastic at doing that. He can pass the ball with the best. Yeah, but he needs to be a scorer on this. In this series, mm-hmm. he needs to do what he did last night, what he yeah. did in game one, which in game one, he had no choice because they had no one beat, so he took right. over. And I think what we're seeing is the games where he asserts himself as a shooter and he really attacks first and foremost and then looks to facilitate secondly, they're they're playing better when he does that. And I don't know why, for whatever reason, last night Embiid looked like in the dying embers of the game, like he didn't want the ball. So it was nice to see Harden step up. But I think to your point, I think he needs to continue to shoot he needs to be aggressive and dominant, and I think if he continues to do that, then, yeah, you guys have a good chance. But Boston, man, they, they have some tough defensive players. You look at Marcus Smart. You look at Williams. You look at Al yeah. Horford. It's unbelievable. I mean, Ticket, imagine you guys <laughs> used to have Al Horford and you had Jimmy Butler. I mean, I wow. Oh, my God. Al, Al Horford is scum of the earth, man. He is a piece of garbage. <laughs> he used to be on the Atlanta Hawks, and they would torch us every year with him and Joe Johnson. They would torch us in the playoffs. Then he went to Boston and torched us with Boston every single year. Always beat us. Was a thorn in our side. Came to our team for one year. Played like absolute dog shit. Not even okay. Couldn't even get 10 boards a game. He was getting like six boards, six points a game. He was horrible. We thought his career was over. Shipped him back up to Boston. This guy's playing out of his mind. He's a Sixers killer, man. Always has been, always will be. Fuck that guy. Seriously. But going back to the the playoffs as a whole, I mean, this is one of the better ones I've seen in a while, man. There's a lot more parity than I've ever seen. And I think a big part of that, a lot of what you guys were touching on, is the Warriors have been brought down to planet Earth, man. I mean, they struggled a little bit with, with the Kings. That was a great series. Now they're struggling a little bit in this series. And I think just there's a lot of good teams evenly matched playing against each other. I mean, any any series you're watching right now, whether it's the Lakers, whether it's and the Suns, whether it's um, the Warriors, the Celtics, whatever it is, the Knicks, it, they're all good. They're all fantastic games to watch right now. Basketball is at its peak right now. It's, it's going Take well. It last, last week, Mikey V and I gave our picks for the West and the East. I think it's only fitting you give us – 
the team you like coming out of the West and then the team you like coming out of the East. And I know obviously there's a little bit of bias there, but trying to be sure. as objective as possible. Yeah. Uh, who do you like coming out of the East? Who do you like coming out of the West? And who do you like to win it all? Out of the West, man, I think it's the Lakers here, man. They are they are playing <laughs> unbelievable bas- and team basketball. This is some of the best chemistry I've seen LeBron have yeah. outside of maybe some of those Miami Heat years. I mean, they are really distributing that ball. That Austin Reeves kid is one of the most fun players to watch in the league right now. So I'm going to pick the Lakers and in the going. West. Yeah, yep. And then in the East, I mean, you know, when I'm being objective, I just bash my Sixers. I have no faith in them. So for me to be objective, again, I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to pick the Celtics to come out of this series. I I think James Harden has another great game and another couple week games. I think we lose two more. I think they move on. I think they handle either the Knicks or the Heat, whoever comes out of that one. And then to win it all, I think it's the Celtics here, man. I'm going to take the Celtics. I think they're finally going to get it. Wow, you took the same picks as me. That's what you did? Yeah. I think it's going to be a classic L.A., Boston. I really hope Boston don't fucking win, man. I really do. I would say, though, like, a Boston Lakers final. Yeah, that would be great. That'd be great, but I just, at that point, I'd have to root for the Lakers. I'd have to root for the Lakers, and I don't want to root for the Lakers. Are you a Knicks guy? Yeah, I mean, I'll root for the Knicks because they're the local team in it. But I'm a, I, you know, I grew up a Nets fan. I was a Kenyon Martin, right. Jason Kidd, oh, that's Keith, right, Keith yeah. Van Horn, Kerry Kittles, Jason Williams before that. Like those, those were the teams I kind of grew up with. They were literally, you know, five minutes from my house where I lived uh, when they played at the Meadowlands, right by Giant Stadium. So I would go to games all the time. Like that was my team. But uh, yeah, I just, uh, God, I just don't want a Boston yeah. team to win again. Bro. To me, the Knicks. The Knicks look like the worst team left in the playoffs right now. Like yeah, they, they look bad game. Yeah, I do, do think they win tonight. They don't do. have an offensive juggernaut. Like I like Randall one night looks unreal and the next night he yeah. looks terrible. Yeah. And Brunson is not like I love Jason Jalen Brunson, don't get me wrong, but like he doesn't he doesn't like assert himself enough. Like yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like you look at the Heat, Jimmy Butler is like their guy, but then they have secondary scoring. You look at the Celtics, they got Tatum. You look at the Heat, or the sorry, the Warriors, they got Curry, and then the Lakers, they got AD, and then LeBron can step up too. I just don't see the Knicks. I, mean, the I think Knicks, it's the Knicks, the Knicks got a guy like Mitchell. Yeah, the Knicks don't have a, a bona fide superstar player like a Curry right. or a LeBron. I mean. But they've been trying to land one. I mean, they brought in Brunson. Uh, you know, I think R.J. Barrett's got to – he's got to make shots. He's got to get to the free throw line. He's got to slash. Uh, they need things to go – they need to play the way that they they play basketball tonight against the Heat. I think – I really think they'll win tonight. I really do. I think they're going to beat them I took them plus right. three. I took them plus three. Tonight. I took them money line. I took. Yeah, I think they got a good shot at stealing one. Feel good, Mike. I really, I really, I really like them tonight, and we'll see, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I root for the Knicks ticket, and um, you know, I just, it's just Boston fans are just so, and we have a couple (laughs) friends who are Boston fans, and he actually the our one friend Teddy. I mean, he's he's great. He's great. He's not like a typical, but some of these Boston fans are just so not. Yeah, they're insufferable. Teddy's the real one, by the way. To come to the Audi Club with all the Yankees, yeah, guys, I mean that's what I and mean. Still and he's partake, totally cool I mean, about it, yeah. And no, by Mike, the way, is, Teddy's is a, a big supporter of the sportsman. He, yeah, he, he is. He is. Teddy's, Teddy's real one, dog. Teddy's a real <laughs> one, man. He's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a great guy. <laughs> now, Mikey, do you feel the same way about Philly teams, or is this still part of the no, Yankee Red Sox, not at all. Bo- not New at York, all. Boston not thing? 
there's only three teams I really hate in the world. It's the Red Sox, the Packers, and the and the, and the Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> but the Michigan Wolverines wow. on on that list are at the top, and there's a significant drop off to the Red Sox, and then Green okay. Bay is like the least hated of the three. I hate the okay, Packers the enough. least of all three. Uh, but Michigan is by far and away the worst. The worst. If you could fans, blow, if you could the blow most up obnoxious the Wolverines team and never they never play football again, would you do it? <laughs> no, Joe, because that would I would go to prison for the rest <laughs> yes, of my life. So no, I would not. I would not. However, no, no. I, I listen. There's no game on planet Earth that I look forward to more than that game every year. That Ohio State Michigan game is my favorite sporting event of the entire year. I look wow. forward to it every year. It's just that the short-term memories of these Michigan fans, the shit-talking now because they won two in a row, it's almost as if they dismissed the fact that for the two decades prior, they were literally owned, and they were never beating Ohio State consistently unless you want to go back to, like, the World War II era. (laughs) So, I mean, Michigan fans live in the past a lot, and I feel sorry for them. Uh, But, yeah, no, that's – but Boston fans – Listen, I, Celtics, Lakers, you had, I got Celtics. I picked the Warriors. I'm going to stick with the Warriors, even though it doesn't look good right now. It doesn't look good, but it, then again, the Kings, they had some trouble and they and they finished them off. They came back. You That's just right. need Curry. Curry goes nuclear, uh, nuclear and he starts doing crazy shit. They could beat anybody. They beat anybody. Yeah. Yeah. They had, they got to hit their threes, man, because the bottom line is they don't have somebody who can stop Davis and like down low. They don't, you know, Kevon Looney's their best player. I guess their only real true center. I mean, they have that Jermichael Green guy who they put in one game and he got hot from outside. But they need to hit their threes to win games. That's their their game plan, which they're unreal at. But it'll be interesting. It's been fun. It's been really fun watching the NBA so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a good series. Like I said, it's been awesome. Head to toe, man. Hits to toes. It's been fantastic. Um Moving on here, we've got little news coming out of the NFL or actually up in the booth here. We got Tom Brady. News has been swirling around that he may or may not be backing out of his three hundred plus million dollar deal. He's came out the other day, this used guy. the Trump classic, saying fake news. Uh, any stock into it? Do you care? Do you, do you even no, want to see him? Don't care. Why are we still talking about this guy? Yeah, don't like, care. Do I, listen, and, and, and I know Joe. Joe hates Brady, right? Because yeah. I'm going to tell you exactly why Joe hates Brady. Because Brady is everything that he ever wanted Aaron Rodgers to be in terms of postseason success. That's what Joe has always wanted, right? He wow. that's why, that's and that's fair, statement. Joe. Wow. Now, I don't love Brady personally as as like as like an off the field. I think like I think things got very weird somewhere in the middle of his career. He became like a movie star and he kind of really yeah. became this like weird guy who doesn't eat tomatoes or nightshade vegetables. And like, that's <laughs> yeah. weird, man. Like, <laughs> you're, you're, that wasn't you at all. And you became like this weird fucking guy. Uh, but they, that's a Michigan Wolverine for you. That's what you'll get from a Michigan Wolverine. But that being said, I don't, I would not put any stock in this. He's going to go to the booth. He's going to make hundreds of millions of dollars just to show up and look pretty. And God bless him. Good for him. He built an empire. Uh, his entire brand. I mean, this guy is as successful as successful gets, but I just, I don't put stock in any, I mean, he's flip flopped on things in the past uh, with the retirement and coming out of retirement, but I don't think he'll, he'll turn down that money. I don't think there's any chance. Why he comes would back he, and why plays. Would he not, 
fulfill his role. Well, I guess I guess that you know there was rumors swirling a couple of weeks ago that he was going to go fucking play for the Dolphins. Like oh, it's just he denied that immediately. He was not, oh, he's never going to yeah. do Give that. Great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is all. This is this is what happens between the months of really March and June. Really, the draft kind of slows it down a little bit. Thank God. But between March and June, the bullshit stories swirling around the NFL because they have nothing to talk that. about. Nothing. Now, once the, NFL draft, once the draft happens, now the draft is over. Now the schedule drops this week on Thursday night, and it'll finally be like you'll actually get real stories of like rookie mini camp and who's reporting, who's not reporting. So all of that will finally be behind us, like this story should be. It should be behind us because it's bullshit. I'll tell you what, Mikey V. September seems a lifetime away, man. It sure yeah, but does, keep it man. that way. I need this summer bad. I need this summer <laughs> bad. Keep keep September right. Because you I know, know but is there I, I think the same thing, but then I know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna fucking blink my eye. It's gonna be fucking the dog yeah, days Mikey, of August, and the, the summer's gonna be week, over again. The first two weeks of NFL football is the most glorious. It's the most glorious yeah. Sunday. I don't know. You haven't seen Mikey V. On, have you seen those pictures of Mikey V on the beach, man? The summertime Mikey V, <laughs> where he's got the flags up. He's got the tents uh, up. Yeah. Well, that that's one week. Mikey that's one glory. week. That's a prime week. There's no doubt. But <laughs> the, be- the best I, – I, listen, there is week nothing – There's nothing like week one. But yeah, week one. it's not just the NFL, though. It's college. I mean, college kicking off, there's always a couple good, good – Primetime college games the first weekend. There's always like a crazy out-of-conference matchup usually. Like last year it was Ohio State-Notre Dame. Uh, It's been, you know, the Penn State-Alabama's happened. Uh, You know, games like uh, LSU-Florida State last year was a crazy fucking game that overtime. That was Florida State, right? The overtime game in LSU. That was, I mean – College in combination with pros because you haven't you haven't had a taste of it. It feels like Florida State won that game, I think, right? Yeah, and overtime. overtime, I think LSU went for two and didn't get it. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I I will say this year, to to your point, Mikey, I watched more college football this past year than I ever have. And it is so good. It's so fun to watch because it's it's just like I will say this, it's hard to fucking bet. It's really hard. Very to hard bet. to bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You but gotta go with prop bets and you gotta be careful. The spreads are too fucking crazy in college. It's 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 nuts. Like it's but it's fun and it kind of bridges the gap. But ticket, you know, you you, me and Bob, how many unreal week one, week yeah, two, man. like first first That's few weeks of NFL, man. and there's there's no buys. It's every, it's a clean slate. Everyone's coming out. Oh, there's the action red everywhere. Zone, yeah, the first yeah. red zone countdown. It's it's just it's special, man. It's, you it's fire in that you fire in that food order around third quarter. Yeah, you, you get the, the first half of those morning games coming in. Yeah. I think I think I think I think they're gonna do um because I think I think this week year the first NFL Sunday falls on nine eleven. I could be wrong. I think it falls mm-hmm. on nine eleven. And I think they're going to do the Jets against the Giants in prime time mm. for that 9-11 game. That game, if that's what happens, you will see nearly every non-Super Bowl TV rating record broken for that game if they do that with Aaron Rodgers making his Jet debut wow. in New York in the same stadium as the Giants playing on 9-11. That game will break and shatter TV rating records. The NFL knows what they're doing, bro. They know exactly yeah. what they're doing because the schedule the was not supposed to. It was supposed to come out a couple of days ago, and then they said it may get delayed. Uh, but it's supposed to drop Thursday, so we'll see. 
Yeah. All right, man. Well, to put a button on that topic, basically, fuck Tom Brady. Don't give a shit whether he comes, whether he goes. It's a bullshit story. Um, moving on. Um, on to Messi. These Saudi leagues are popping up everywhere. He's getting something like $400 million per year offered to come play there. You boys know a lot more than, about soccer than I do. I know he's the best in the world. I hope but he that's turns it down. This funny. is fucking ridiculous. What? Wow. Listen. Listen, it's ridiculous. I mean, like wow. four hundred million dollars. You know how many people you could feed? You could feed a country for four hundred million dollars. It's it's outrageous. <laughs> it's, I'm it's sure he's going to donate a lot of that money. He's had tax troubles in the past. Are you sure? I think he'll donate a, a good amount of it. I mean, I I, I think he's like, I, I don't know. I would imagine he definitely has a lot of humanitarian. Guys that are that rich, they all have that because of tax write-offs and things like you. Yeah, have they have that. like a foundation or something. Yeah, of course, and he should. Uh, but the thing about Messi is this: look, the guy won multiple Champions Leagues in in uh, in Barcelona. He won his World Cup, which got every bugaboo, every everything that people put on Messi of the yeah, but. Yeah, but yeah, but on Messi being one of the greatest, if not the greatest all time, that all went out the window when Argentina yeah. won the World Cup this past year. He's got nothing left to prove. He doesn't need to compete at a high level. And quite frankly, people don't want to hear it, but his career, he is not on the ascend anymore. His career is on the is on, yeah, but you know is what, on, Mike, is on the decline. I'd love to see soccer. Once you hit, go over 30, your career, if you're an attacking player, that that you're not yeah, a spring Mikey, chicken when you. I'd love to see him do what a lot of other players have done in the past, like Ibrahimovic. You've seen well, a lot of to the MLS. Come to the MLS. Come to United States. Yeah. I mean, I Don't think everyone, everyone, everyone would love that, Joe. But no MLS team is going to pay him fucking half. That. No, but he could still yeah. get a hundred or two hundred million dollars. Yeah, I would listen. I would love to see him come play for the Red Bulls. I would love to see it, but uh. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't fault him because I, I just know where his career's at now. Like, he's got nothing left to prove, really. There's nothing left. I mean, I guess you could argue, uh, I don't know, like winning what? The, the, How do you? The, 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 con, the Confacuff? Uh, the uh, Confacuff? Confacuff. Confacuff. I mean, is that what he's got? He won the World Cup. Uh, the Barcelona was, was one of the greatest that was one of the greatest runs Champions League history, how dominant Barcelona was when he was there. I mean, no, no, but even like, even him with PSG, he's been very fucking good. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, and they got fucking Neymar, Neymar and they got and Mbappe Killian and Mbappe. My point is, you just look at this from a, like a personal level. No, I would like the job. How do you, how do you turn down? Almost a half billion dollars a year. You can't. You, I, I don't know you that's can't. generational wealth you for your future you family. But you want to. Like, you started by saying that you hope that he does. I, 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 listen, I don't. The way I think, that he, I well, I think he wants him to, but he realizes there's no chance. He gets No, well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But I, I actually think that Messi is a stand up guy. I really do. From like start to finish, he's a class act. Like now, the way that I view Ronaldo is way different than the way I view Messi. Yeah, a lot Ronaldo, of people like like Messi more than Ronaldo, though. That's, I, that's, I know, yeah. it's hard not to. Like Messi seems like a, a team first guy. He's not about himself. Is the polar opposite of Ronaldo. But like at the end of the day, I I would like him to turn it down. But I just don't know how you turn down that kind of money. Like I gotta tell you, 
Go even ahead. at his level now, he's going to be better than 90% of the players he's playing with. So he's still going to stand in out. In that league, yes. In that league, yes. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, so, like, no, you're going to get paid more money than you've ever had yeah. to go out and dominate still. Like, you know, it's hard think, to uh, people, people, uh, People our age really should <laughs> – you really have to look at it. You literally witnessed people our age really who who – I feel bad – who, who for people our age who weren't soccer fans because to some degree i'm not saying you had to be an avid diehard fan but the fact of the matter is our generation just witnessed like larry bird michael jordan our yeah. generation just witnessed that caliber of player and that level of importance of player to their sport in ronaldo and messi like that's the equivalent of how dominant these guys were in perspective of of the history of the game of soccer i got to be my dominant they were i think i think mbappe could be better than both of them no i don't dude wow. look at how i don't i don't i i think he's excellent joe i think he's excellent but i just think ronaldo and messi were uh, ronaldo and messi are to me they're i don't know i want to say mbappe has just won he's he's already won a world cup he just was in another finals and he still can. He still has eligible to play in another three world. That France team was very good, though. Too though, they they were a very yeah. good team too. I mean, they they they, they have a lot of good. How many good teams did Argentina have throughout the year? Very good, I mean, very good teams, very good teams. No, you're playing with guys like Aguero, and you're playing. I mean, like you you have good players like who yeah. are on your team. But I, all I'm saying is that I agree with you. Like this was an unbelievable era, but Mbappe is going to carry the torch, and he is going to be like the future. He's going to be the guy for the future generation. Ronaldo, the, really, if you look at it, with winning a Euro Cup um, with that Portugal team, I mean, they were really – Portugal probably had the weakest roster out of France and definitely weaker than France and definitely weaker than Argentina. Those are two yeah. powerhouses. And not to say Portugal isn't a great team. They're always they're always the top, you know, 20 uh, FIFA team, but not, not compared to those two rosters. Those are top five teams consistently every year. Um, but yeah, I mean, they they were just two awesome players. This was a great age of soccer that once these two guys are done, it's, it's going to kind of suck because they were magical players. The shit they yeah. did now, was just didn't make any now sense. Now, why is it, though, that every year, knowing that these two guys were the behemoths of both, you know, of soccer for the last two decades or however long it's been, how come every year the top athletes paid? It's always like Cristiano Ronaldo. And like Tiger, it's all he's always up there. He makes like three hundred million dollars. Where is Messi on that list? And is this he's an opportunity on, for him to? I think he's on the top ten in that list. All yeah, he's top ten. I think he made like one hundred twenty million last yeah. year. Well, Ronaldo was the first one to sign the Saudi deal. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. And that's the real issue with this topic here, and that's more what I want to get to is these Saudi leaks are popping up, man, and they are just tossing stupid money around. And are we just going to let him Tickin, start right. taking? Look at look at the other two guys who are, I think, behind Ronaldo is Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. just got signed by Lambert. I posted it the other day. Yeah. I tell you what, I it's wish the Saudis. Stupid, I wish the Saudis would start a fucking podcast league. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like, help me out a little bit. The Sand Dune Castle. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be pulling his volan. He'd be pulling his his flags into the freaking desert. Live podcasts. Let's go for it. (laughs) (laughs) Until a little cool two hundred mil for Mikey V per year. Put put us on the top ten graphic next year. 
Yeah, <laughs> Messi should decline it, but we'll take it. You guys, yeah, you guys no. I mean, listen, it. Messi's <laughs> already got hundreds of millions. What else does he need? Guys, we'll you, the guys the charity. I don't even know what Messi's deal with Adidas. His endorsement deals, like his deal with Adidas alone has to be worth. I couldn't even tell you because that's a global brand. It's got to be yeah. worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I mean. These guys make so much money. Forget about what their club, what the club team what pays them. The True. endorsement deals for these the guys, it's just got to be insane. They don't do a yeah. ton of ads. They don't do a ton of sponsorships, but the ones they do are so massive. Yeah, they don't have they're... to. They don't have to. I mean, they just go on TV commercials instead of putting it on their fucking Instagram. I mean, it's just, it's, <laughs> you know, it's 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 crazy. His deal's got to be insane. I'm going to look it up because I'm curious, but you guys go ahead. Well, a lot of these guys, too, you, they're not always in America, but if you go to Argentina, and I've seen it with a lot of other guys, you go to their country, they are on, on billboards for all kinds of things, selling, like, soccer balls or selling, like, hairspray or something. I mean, it's it's wild that a lot of you just got to go to their country and they do actually do a lot of ads for a lot of things. But it's true; these guys make you know Tiger Woods makes way more money off of sponsorship. Adidas pays Adidas things out of shoes. Adidas pays Messi twenty million a year. That doesn't seem twenty like million enough. a year. Now, well, his sponsorship deals with Adidas. This other company I don't know the name of Gatorade, Mastercard, Lay's, Pepsi. Like wow, his He's earnings from the it's it's I roughly about I think about. Back. About fifty million, a uh, fifty million a year just in that shit. I mean, just in that is fifty million. You guys with Mastercard. What yeah, was that yeah, about? yeah, 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 yeah. Accepted well, everywhere. Right, well, Mastercard. Yeah, it sure is, man. Except for <laughs> even in Saudi Arabia. Yes, and in oh, right, Jersey, boys. we should mention. Well, let's move it on here. Let's go to the Washington Commanders. I don't really care if they did or they did not talk to Andrew Luck. My question to you guys more is, would, should a team even want Andrew Luck? Has he been away for too long? Not to mention the amount of concussions this guys have had. Who cares if they did talk to him or if they didn't? Should you even want him at this point? Yeah, I'd say no. He's been out of action since August of 19. Uh, I'll never forget the, the announcement. I was on vacation, and I saw the, the graphic come up, and it was during – a Florida Gator Miami Hurricane football game. We had the under. I remember I lost that bet. That's why you see these things. It's sick, isn't it? It's fucking sick. You're so, sick so, I mean, it's sick, right? Um, but yeah, I remember that coming out. I was just like, what the fuck? The concussions would be a concern for me. The reliability, like, what are you signing them for? Is this going to be just a one year? Like, because the commanders are by no means a win now roster. So it's not like the Jets with Aaron Rodgers, which is a total opposite situation. The Jets, in my opinion, are a quarterback, were a quarterback away from being an AFC favorite to win the AFC title. Now they have their guy. I don't think if you put Andrew Luck on the commanders, the commanders all of a sudden are even in contention to win their division. Who knows? No. Andrew Luck's yeah. been away from the game of football for four <clears throat> years. Defensive defenses have gotten faster. Players have gotten even in a span of four years. And he's going to be so far behind the eight ball. I don't know if there's any validity to it. Uh, the Colts still own his rights. So anybody that speaks to him or any of his associates in regards to him playing for NFL franchise would technically be guilty of tampering. So I don't even know, like, to the extent of, of how valid this all is. But I wouldn't want Andrew Luck at this point. I just wouldn't. I, mean, I guess if you're desperate. Talk about a guy who could use some Saudi money. 
Andrew Luck. That was just a bizarre, a bizarre disappearance act. One of the weirdest what, what things ever. With Andrew Luck? It was so bizarre. Yeah. 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 It was just, it was so out of nowhere, it felt like. And like just a guy whose career was starting to really blossom. And, and it was just so unexpected. And, you know, but, you know, this guy, he's a different type of guy. You know, Stanford guy, obviously very smart, um, but yeah. a little quirky and off. Like definitely a weird guy, it seems. He was a weird guy. He was a weird guy. His dad was the athletic director at West Virginia while I was there. And he might even still be there. Um, and we we just heard a lot of stories up and down those, that campus, man. And he was a weird, he was a weird, quirky guy. But like you said, Mikey B, his, his career was starting to head in the right direction, at least as far as his play. But he did get a lot of concussions. He probably saw the way a lot of these guys went. Like you said, he's a, he's a learned man. Went to Stanford. Oh, yeah. he, I think he just wanted to protect himself, but it was it was bizarre the way he left when he was finally starting to put the pieces together and, and figure out that Colts team. It's unfortunate, man. Yeah, um, I, I, I would stay away. I'd rather have Taylor Heineke at this point. Yeah, I mean, at least he's he's been a part of the league. You know, he knows yeah. the playbook. The commanders no could really, the commanders could fuck up a wet dream though. They really they need to they need <laughs> they, to figure out the quarterback position. But they like Sam Howell apparently. That's what they're telling you. Uh, if that you know what I feel out, more for? Story. I feel so bad for Terry McLaurin because I think he's one of the top talents in the yeah. league. Scary Terry. Look great. at the guys he's got throwing the football to him. I mean, imagine if you had Aaron Rodgers throwing at Terry McLaurin. <laughs> it's always Aaron. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm not, not, Aaron's not to me. Aaron's not even the best quarterback in the league. I'm not. I'm just saying, like, even a guy like you put him like like he is yeah, a game. He's a guy who could be would jump up and make a 50-50 catch over uh, one or two guys. And he's yeah. just so good. And he's, he seems like a guy who, you know, he has his head screwed on straight. He's not yeah, like Terry a Mc, prima donna. Terry McLaurin is a very bizarre case to me. I cannot believe the success that Terry McLaurin's had in the league. He is an Ohio State Buckeye. To me, he was a good player at Ohio State. Never, never a guy that like jumped out at me when I watched games and was like, "This guy's gonna, this guy's gonna translate so well at the next level." I don't know what it is about Terry McLaurin, but I have to tip my cap because I did not see the Terry McLaurin success coming at all. I did not. I wow. I thought he was like the third best receiver on that team when they when when he was playing over there, and I guess yeah. I was wrong. Yeah, he's been great. out with the guys he's had. He's I, been I mean, awesome. He's been awesome. Yeah, I feel bad yeah. for him. And to Joe's point, man, if they just figure out the quarterback situation, they've got a lot of good pieces. Obviously, Scary Terry, but they've also got uh, Curtis, Curtis Samuel's a good he's a nice guy. Player. Yeah. Jahan Dotson is a nice player. Dotson, yeah, Dotson's a Penn State guy. A lot of big, Dotson's lot of Big good. Ten guys on that team. Big Ten offense over there. Chase Young and then the Mikey I'd Z. See, I'd love to see something happen with that. And then the Mikey V, I mean, they try to tell you they're, they're high on Sam Howell, but I think even just the rumors of even entertaining Andrew Luck would tell you maybe they're not so high on Sam Howell and they don't have yeah. it all figured out. Every every team right now is in is in the mode where you're going to hear the following quotes for the next couple of weeks. Guy's in the best shape of his life. You'll hear that about you'll hear that yep. about fifty thousand times yep. over the next two months. Best shape of his life. Uh, light years ahead of what he looked like last year. I've already started <laughs> hearing it with Fields. They they've been the last two days has been nonstop. Fields looks like a totally different quarterback. He looks totally different. He's light years ahead. Now, in his case, obviously I'm praying that's not just, you know, word salad and it's not just, you know, speak. But 
That was what you're going to hear. This is everyone's yeah. going to be in the best shape of their life, the best they've ever looked. Uh, we're expecting so much out of them. That's what you're going to hear. And I mean, that's what coaches have to say. I mean, that's that's the reality. Yeah. So they're not going to shit yeah. all over Sam Howell. They're going to try and instill some confidence in him, but we'll see what happens. All right, boys, let's get to one more thing before we get to the viewer questions. Um, the match, they're bringing it back. They're getting more people involved. We're getting people like Travis uh, Travis Kelsey coming back, Patrick Mahomes, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. Are you interested? Is this something that you're going to be tuning into, or is, or is the match getting a bit played out? What do you think, Joey D? I think it's great. Um, personally, okay. playing, I, I was privileged enough to be able to play around caddying for Josh and have Kelsey and Mahomes play with us. These guys have fun on the golf course. Kelsey is uh, one of the more electrifying guys to put on the camera. He is like Rob Gronkowski. He brings the energy. He brings the action. He's going to be someone you want to watch. He is, he's, he's a fun dude. Mahomes, great guy, loves golf, by the way. He's, he's a super, super intent guy for golf. And then on the other side, I don't know much about Clay Thompson, but Curry's a great golfer, Callaway athlete. And you know what? I'll tell you what. I think that, you know, some of the players that they were doing, it kind of was played out the DeChambeau, Brooks thing. Like, these guys are relevant right now. They're coming off a Super Bowl victory. The Warriors are reigning champions in the NBA. They're going to draw a lot of eyes to it. I think it's good for golf. I think it's good for, you know, just, just good viewing. You know, something to bet on and have some fun with. I, I am not opposed at all. I think it's going to be entertaining. Mikey? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I... I mean, I'll watch it, I, I guess. I, I mean, I, I'll watch it. I know all those guys play all the time. And they, 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 I know Curry's big, big golfer and Mahomes uh, as well. I mean, I, I'll watch it. I mean, I wouldn't say like I'm like super excited for it or like it's like a big deal uh, for me at least. Only because I just feel like I feel like golf really doesn't need any help right now. I feel like no. golf is as popular as it's ever been. You see so many people uh, new to the game, including myself, trying to get into it. You see so many, so many big time personalities now too. Like, I didn't know DJ Khaled was like all of a sudden like everything oh, yeah. he does now is oh, about yeah. oh yeah, like, it's just wild. Everything and I mean like the game doesn't need any help. I think it'll be cool. Obviously, you know you see you know two teammates from one team, two teammates from another team cross sports. Uh, you know, both won their respective championships the past year with their teams. Uh, so I, I think it'll definitely be be cool. But like, I'm not overly like, oh my god, it's must watch television. I, think, I like yeah, it. Yeah. I like yeah. it. They could keep it. I think for someone like me who's involved in that golf space, especially within social media and stuff like that, it's exciting to see these matches continue to brew because it's good for us. It's good for the sport. And it's good for like just what we do and brings new people to the field that we potentially could collab with one day. Um, so for me, maybe I have a little bit more level of excitement. I can see your point of view, just watching it as a, like as a viewer, as objectively, I, I get it. Like it doesn't. And I agree with you. I think <clears throat> golf is as good as it ever is been, but I, I I've never lost money on match. I've always won. It's, it's an easy thing. Well, there to you go. So, That's another reason to get excited about it. There you go. Yeah, I think the novelty's worn off a bit on it. I think it was really exciting in COVID when it started going, and it was even fun for another year after that. But 
I don't know. I like it. It's fun. I think the best part about it is that you kind of get a sense of these guys' personalities. Like when you do watch Patrick Mahomes, you get to see a different side of him and him and Travis Kelsey. I do like that aspect. You get to see them outside of taking the helmet off and just having some fun. They know it doesn't really matter. They're playing for charities. It's a good time. But um, yeah, man, I, I could take just that once a year pro-am in, in Lake Tahoe. I mean, I think that that's good enough for me. But like Joe said, too, I mean, it's really good for Bob to sports. It creates opportunities for things like you guys to get more involved and 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 reach out to more people to collab with. But yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's uh, eh. not for nothing. But like, if you're watching that as a viewer, like, you're if you're expecting fucking John Rahm and fucking Scotty Scheffler, I think you're watching the wrong thing. Like, I would think as a casual golfer, like a casual once a week yeah. golfer, once a month golfer. The shittier they play, the more enjoyable yeah. it actually may be to watch because it's yeah. like, oh man, I probably would have done the same thing. Or, oh, I can really identify with that as opposed to some guy who's hitting fucking shots that you're like, yo, how did this guy do that? That's the reason why Bob does sports exists. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I you know. Let's <laughs> But but it would make it even because these guys were such great professional athletes. Yes. And maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe they wouldn't want to do it because, you know, maybe they're, they feel a little weird. Like, I could totally see Jordan being so competitive. He's so competitive. Yes. About everything, everything you've ever heard about him. Like, yeah. maybe he'd be like, no, you're not fucking filming me playing Dude, golf. And to your point, Mikey sure. V, I agree. It seems like Mahomes and Kelsey are in everything right now. Everything. Mahomes was at the Met Gala, then he was announced in oh, the Kentucky the Derby. Gala. You had oh. you had Travis Kelsey was like the ran an episode Met. of the Late Show. Yeah. Then he was on a Machine Gun Kelly concert, and he was just, it's just like they're everywhere. Like like these guys are just like the hottest things. That Met like Gala, I, I still don't understand what the Met Gala. Speaking is. of that Met to Gala, day, I still don't get it. Mikey yeah. V, your story where you had the, yeah, you the side by sides, oh, that yeah. was, I could have watched 15 I wanted to keep those. going. Thank I you. wanted to, it was hilarious. I mean, because I, it's just, it's, it's so absurd. outrageously it's absurd. absurd. The whole it's thing absurd. is obnoxious. It's you think Doja Cat spends 50 hours getting her makeup ridiculous. done to look like a cat? <laughs> What are we it's doing not, here, Mikey V? The one guy, the one guy was dressed up like Roddy Roddy Piper. He looked exactly like. Him. <laughs> he he looked exactly like him. Yeah, he just wore a fucking kilt. <laughs> so I, I don't know. You know what I loved? <laughs> I loved seeing a guy like uh, like Bradley Cooper. Bradley yeah. Cooper was just dressed in a fucking black tuxedo, black tie tuxedo. He looked sharper and better than. Then ninety nine percent of these fucking ass yeah. clowns dressed up as the Silver yeah. Surfer and fucking <laughs> and, oh, and Pedro that. Pascal. I love Pedro Pascal, the actor. I think he is fucking yeah. phenomenal. But I mean, what is the trench coat red with, with the, the red shorts? shorts? What the yeah. fuck is that? What he's is also that? everywhere too. I, I by the way, he's like Mahomes it. too. He's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got to tell he's you that that ev- show, uh, the Last of Us, <laughs> the Last of Us on HBO, was Last tremendous. of Us. Oh, it was that, that 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 Last of Us. Let me tell yeah. you about that. That's last a good show. That's a good you know show. what I've been watching lately, boys, and it's actually <clears> really good. Maybe I got on the train a little late. Is you guys watch Ted Lasso? Yeah, I've heard. I've heard yeah. it's outstandingly excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you watched season three yet, Joe? I haven't seen season no, three. No, no, I'm on season two now. You gotta watch this show yeah, called, it's good. called Jury Duty. This oh, show, it's the best. It One is of the best shows I've ever on, seen. I just finished it with my wife. It was so fucking funny. This one guy, Joe, they bring him in. 
He thinks he's filming a documentary. They think they're filming a documentary. God bless you. They think they're filming a documentary about being on being called to a jury and having to sit through jury duty. They think it's a documentary. One person out of the entire jury crew, the judge, the defendant, the plaintiff, the bailiff, everything, everyone's an actor except one fucking guy on the jury. One guy is not an actor. That's it hilarious. Is, and just the they keep coming up with crazy shits popping up. Man, they get, you know, they I get sequestered. The jury. Yes, maybe I I'll the next contestant. Yes, I, maybe Joe, I told you about this show a couple <laughs> weeks ago, man. He Joe, I told you about this show a couple he, weeks he, ago. He, you got to check it out, man. He doesn't listen. No, I he doesn't. Listen. By the way, no I responded to the jury duty just thinking I could get out of it. Now I've been actually booked for a case. Wow. I want to so, say, by the way. You, so you, you got, got selected? Go, yeah, I got selected and I went and disputed it. Like I tried oh. to like excuse myself <laughs> from it. Yeah. You better hope you don't get fucking sequestered, Joe. You get sequestered, well, it's over now. for you. I, by the way, I, I banged myself by announcing it on the Brilliant Dumb Show. I couldn't just say I didn't get it in the mail. I had to respond. Yeah. That, see, that's the thing. I so could, most people know off. most people know that I, I edit the Brilliant Dumb Show. I was editing that episode. I, too, I've received like seven of those things. I haven't responded once or gone to any hey. of them. I, I don't. I They just leave me alone. Now, if I get pulled over... Could I get arrested? I feel like maybe I could. <laughs> you could, you could, yeah. You the could. key is just not to get pulled over. That's the key. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Um, let's move on to the viewer questions here. We've got a few of them. We've got the first one rolling in here by George Maris. You can only play and watch one sport for the rest of your life. What is it? That's a tricky does one. Does it have to be the same it. thing that you're playing and watching? Yeah, or does the, one you you play, one the one that you play, the one you play and watch. I think it's I mean, the one it's, sport it's, you it's play golf. and watch. I'm golf. It's not even a question. Oh, that's a good one. I didn't even think about that. Because I golf for a living. I love golfing. And I, and I to be honest, yeah. I, I've watched you know more that? golf in the last couple of years you know than, than, I, you know, than I ever have before. And it's actually very entertaining to watch. Yeah, golf's great. Mikey B, what are you thinking? That's I mean, I would, I would say football because I just can't picture a world where I wouldn't be able to watch football. So even if I couldn't play it, you know, because obviously that's pretty much out of the question. <laughs> if I could pick two, I would say because the only sport I actively play anymore now really is golf. So I would I would pick golf to play and football to watch. Um, but I can't do that. So I just have to pick football and just bite the bullet because there's no chance. Oh, if you're kicking, you just kick field goals all day. And you just kick field football. goals, man. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's your department. That's your department. <laughs> that's your I that's mean, your yeah, man. The best sport that I love to play because I'm so pissed basketball. for golf basketball. is yes, basketball. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, no doubt about but it. I fucking hate the NBA. It's my yeah. least no, favorite. Not. You love yeah, the Sixers. No, the NBA, the I NBA the is on the bottom the of the totem pole, man. Of, really, of professional is. the NHL is way above it. it. it Rugby's above it. It's it's hard. rugby. It's, it's fucking <laughs> F ones <laughs> above it. That's it outrageous. Sucks. You don't mean that. It sucks. It Joe, sucks. I'm going to be dead. Let me be dead honest with you, Joe. I'm going to be dead honest. These are the sports I'd rather watch than an NBA regular season game. Oh, God. PGA Tour Golf, okay. the NFL, NCAA football, NCAA basketball, regular season baseball, uh, NHL playoffs. Not a regular NHL game. It's probably about even for me. Uh, but I mean, literally, I'm I'm uh, soccer, so, Premier League soccer. 
No, probably I'd probably go with I'd probably go NBA over tennis. Yeah. Would you rather watch an oh. NBA playoff game or a Wimbledon match like Nadal Federer? NBA because I just never really was into tennis. I I I watched it. I've watched it. Don't get me wrong, but I just I'd probably rather watch an NBA playoff game. I yeah, I I, I gotta that. disagree with you guys. I think after NFL, I think I'd probably watch more NBA than anything else. Oh, man. That's because well, it's on I, TV I think, for you. To bet. Is, Over college football, close. No, college, college basketball is probably my second favorite. Basketball, you know, I college can college basketball, I love fantastic. college basketball. I because great. college basketball is so like strategic and like team based and like defensive oriented and like it's it's like the NBA. You have just one guy can just win. Well, a game. and that's why that's why college is like that because these guys never stay. So if they're that great, they're gone. So you have to be a good team because if you have a superstar player, he's only there for a year and he's gone to the NBA. So I, I feel that's too, why NCAA basketball has some of the best coaching because oh like, yes, the best. It's, yeah. just, it's 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 unprecedented. I feel like NBA coaches do very little. Not to not to dismiss them, but like nowadays you you give the ball to your number one guy and you. You run a pick play, you have him shoot or drop a, a couple things. But, like, these guys just go out and do their own thing. They're making so much money. But college kids, they're not making anything. So, like, the coach, well, yeah. they're making they're making a little well, money. Well, now they, they are. Now they are but um, you know what I'm yeah, saying. College basketball is the shit. We're just talking NBA here. That That is the worst shit you can watch outside of yeah. tennis, oh, if you ask my yeah. big. Yeah, outside of tennis, apparently. I would take tennis over it. I like tennis. I, I, I'm, I'm a huge tennis Tennis guy. is enjoyable to watch. If it's like a, a semifinals or finals match, yeah, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big tennis guy. Um, all right, moving on to a fan favorite. I think we all know this guy, Andy Sire. Andy Sire writes in: uh, Does Aaron Rodgers have the most punchable face in sports? If not, oh, who does? Who does? If not him, who does? I could give you a few guys. Big Paul. I'd give you Draymond Green. I'd give you Tom Brady. Jake Paul. I'd- Jake Paul. I would say that he's in a sport, that he's a legitimate athlete. He's a legitimate athlete. I'd give you I'd give you Brad Marchand from the Bruins. Brad Marchand has a yeah, very punchable He does face. have a punchable face, unfortunately. I like him, <laughs> but he does. He does. He certainly does. Big time punchable face. You know, I'm gonna go with Nikola Jokic. I can't stand that fucking guy. Oh, and I no, just think he's got dang. one of those faces that he he's just I, I can't put my finger on it, and it's nothing he does. There's nothing wrong that he says. He's just got one of those faces. It's not his fault. By the way, face? Durant's got a very punchable face, too. Durant has got the most punchable Durant face. He's a, he's a coach, not Natalie, though. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh, I would <laughs> fucking clock him right in the face. He has the most with the glasses and the tactics yeah. and the hat. Oh, oh wait, 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 we went the receiver it. gloves. Yeah, he, bro, you want to talk about Bozo the Clown number one? <laughs> <laughs> Jim Harbaugh's bozo. Back to back years, though, Mikey. I don't give a fuck what he did, Joe. <laughs> what about the t- five times he lost? See, that's what I mean. He's two and five against. The I Ohio know, State. but now he's on the top of the. He's on the top of the tower. Oh, he's at the top of the hill. P.S. They haven't won a playoff game. He's he's zero and seven in bowl games. Guy stinks in bowl games. Well, he, he lost his he lost his best ever. player is running back. They I lost mean, the that's... fucking TCU who got fucking deck wiped by Georgia who should have <laughs> lost to Ohio State. Fuck that. Mikey V, does it piss you off knowing that if Ohio State just holds on to that game, they win the whole kid? Oh, my that? God. They win the national I title. I think easily. With, with ease. In their sleep. Yeah, I in think their easily. Sleep. 
That, right. yeah, bro, listen, it was a 50, it was a 50 yard field goal, college field goal. It should not have come to that. Never, they had a two score. They had a two touchdown. It's true. Defense, should not have come to that kicker. Defense man. could not have come, down, come down, to down to the kick. Defense could not stop a nosebleed. They got yep. too conservative on the last drive, which I fucking hate. You don't play for the field goal there. You play to put as much pressure on them as you possibly can. If Stroud makes a mistake at that point, you just eat it because he Stroud had the game of a lifetime. He had that game. He yeah. He was phenomenal that game. He was. I don't want to talk about it, guys. I don't want to talk about it. That was New Year's Eve. <laughs> All right. Literally New Year's Eve. I'm you, standing. Look, look, look. I... I'm standing. Look where I'm pointing. You see that spot at the end of the bar? I'm literally standing there, and the ball is dropping on the TV behind me. The game is on the big television in the other uh-huh. corner. And I am standing there, my poor wife, and there's people over. I'm entertaining. And the ball is dropping 10 nine and the play clock's running and they're lining up to kick the football and the kick goes through the uprights at the time the bell goes off for 2023 (laughs) it doesn't go through the uprights it completely shanks misses the fucking uprights and that's how i rung in 2023 i'll never forget that for as long as i live i felt so bad for my wife uh, obviously i was upset did holly get a new year's kiss of course she did. I mean, it wasn't, oh, the, it wasn't the greatest kiss <laughs> ever, I can tell you that. On, I tell my, you who, on my I end, it was not good. You would have missed that field goal as the ticket. No, <laughs> ticket, right. ticket you needed me in that it. moment. You yeah, I would have loved moment. to have <laughs> it, bro. I, I guarantee you 45, 55 is tougher, but I would have hit it. Um, oh, all right, moving on. I'll throw one more in there. I'll throw in Bartolo Colon. Moving on. Um, we got a question from Quinn Van Gallen. Last question before we get out of here. When are MVG. we going to see Mikey Mulligan's premiere on Bob Does Sports? Wow. He's a fellow terrible golfer. It would give me great comfort to see him swing him before he finds yeah, his drive. Uh, terrible is a strong word. I would say really <laughs> bad. I would say really bad. I'd say really bad. Here, here's Let's my take, take on it. Is is we're, we're open. We want Mikey to be on it. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure, first and foremost. He just started golfing. You got to give him the benefit of the doubt. Let him at least – you know, work his way into a little bit of a routine before you throw him onto, you know, something that's filmed and viewed by hundreds of thousands. Now, that being said, I'm terrible week in, week out. So, Mikey V, the the bar is very low, which is very much in your favor. Yeah, I said said since the start that Mikey V has more athleticism than Bob and I combined to the point where I think if he continues to focus on his golf, I think within a year or two, he'll be better than both of us. Well, here's the thing is that the issue right now with me and golf is like, I get out like once a week to swing my clubs, maybe. That's like a, once a week, at least the range or or getting out to play nine. Um, but it, it's time right now. It's very, it's a time crunch, but the commitment has been there. I have not gone more than like a week and a half without getting out and taking at least you know, a hundred hacks, 150 hacks. Like I'll, I'm out there. I'll do what I got to do. Uh, but yeah, you got to talk to that guy, Bob, bro, wherever Bob is. That's the guy <laughs> to ask that question to. Not to, not to us uh, peasants here. You have to are you, are you still taking the lessons? Are you still taking the lessons, Mikey V? Or are you done with those and just, just So I did now? the lessons in the beginning. And now my plan is like once every month, I'm going to go back and like work specific. Like I want to go work my driver. I want to go work like, you know, irons. You know, that's yeah. kind of what my plan moving forward. So, yeah, no, I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's a Mike, process. Mikey, you're talking, you're talking sure. to two of the major benefactors and, and contributors for Bob to sports right here. 
Yeah, you know, I don't know. I thought Bob was the ultimate decision maker. I don't well, know. I, mean, I don't know how the operation does. runs. I don't know how it runs because <laughs> I'm just saying that if we come in and we say we got to put in Mikey V on the, on, you know, on. I mean, episode. if I have to fucking come crawling to the feet of Bob to ask him <laughs> to be put on Bob the Sturge, quite frankly, I don't want to be on it. To be honest, you do not have to do that, Mikey V. You know, I don't think that's necessary. I think that, uh, yeah, I need to get acclimated. But here's the thing I don't care about. Like, I went out and played my first time on a course with guys that regularly shoot in the low 80s. I mean, these guys regularly shoot in the low 80s. Some of you know, they've broken 80 before. So, like, I was not embarrassed by any means, and they were not. Can I ask you? Can I ask you an honest question? Yes. What is what is your golf banter like on the course? Is it is it high? Is it is it like are you still kind of feeling yourself out? But like, do you so have, I have. Do you I mean, I have no room to talk shit. I mean, I don't have any room to talk shit. It's not even about talking shit. It's just about you know bringing the sauce and like just having a having a persona. Oh, out. Well, Mike, you oh, I mean, the character. I mean, we no. I mean, I mean, I, I you if you came with me, you'd probably get a few laughs. I mean, because I. I <laughs> I'm really bad on my I'm tough on myself. Um, but no, we 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 break balls. Uh, you know, Dick is Dicky gas is is this is a guy Dick that you really individual. you really need to experience around the golf with him because he makes these little comments and he just drops them in and it's very funny. <laughs> uh, you know, we did like a chip and putt thing after we finished around one day. And he was like, well, you know, everyone else shot the ball from over there. But, you know, if you want to shoot from here, you And, like, little, little things like that. But, like, obviously the way he does is a lot funnier. But, now there's yeah. banter. Of course there's banter. But I, 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 I try to really stay – I'm trying to stay as, like, as grounded as possible because I know I have so much to learn. So I want yeah. to learn everything before I really start – Before you start talking rip. shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to, you know, but I will you know, like, like listen, I, then again, no one has talked shit on to me really when I've gone to play. Like none you of my friends it, have broken my balls. If someone did, I would immediately come back with yeah. everything in my arsenal, of course. You know what it's like, Mikey V? It's like the first time you ever picked up uh, a <laughs> controller to play Madden. And you don't even know there's like different defense. I would say that this is about 50,000 times more difficult. <laughs> it really is, Joe. There is. I, I tell you, I'm at the range. I'm at the range and I'm like, listen, maybe if I widen this foot out a little, if I change this <laughs> grip with my right hand and give it a little less palm, a little more fingertip. And like, then you hit a shot and you're like, that was it. Now let yeah. me do it again, and it just does not happen that way. It just yeah. doesn't. It just does not fucking work that. Yep, way. You got to be a machine, man. You got to be yeah. a machine. You hit that yeah, one great shot. And you need... yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. I'll bottom line highlight... is, go ahead, ticket. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Bottom line is, the guy's playing for love of the game. If an opportunity comes his way, an opportunity comes his way. But he's playing because he loves golf. That's it. Golf. I will tell you right now, golf. top five moment this past year in Bob Just Sports. Was we were in Jupiter, Florida. We we're we we're filming our Christmas episode, okay? And we had Jet and Ticket like on one of the holes, play the hole like instead of us. Mm. And Ticket had a shot yeah, from the middle of the fairway with a fair, oh, was it a hybrid or a fairway? Hybrid, I don't know yeah. what. It and he absolutely pured it, like to the point where it's like it was like one of those shots, Mikey, you're talking about, where it's just like. The stars just aligned. Yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. perfect yeah. shot. And Ticket yeah. was 
feeling himself. And it yeah, was, it was absolutely As you should, though. As sensational you should. Yeah. to watch. And, like, that to me, it just sums up what golf is like. When you hit a shot that is so good yeah. and you're so used to being shitty and you see that shot go up and everybody gets jacked up, I would be the first to say there are very few emotions or feelings that rival that high that you get for that five to ten seconds. It is euphoric. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's, on the, like yeah, that's what else. we're looking for. That's what we're hunting. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we're, that's what we're hunting. Day in and day out at the range. There, that's what we're looking for, man. Yep. Um. All right, boys. That was another good one, man. That was a lot of fun. That was Again, a hell sorry, of an episode. Yeah, it was good, man. I mean, um, I'm sorry I missed last week, but I'm back and we're having fun. And uh, that's another fucking edition of the Sportsman right there, boys. That's Mikey V. That's Joey Coldcuts on Big Ticket. Till next week, folks.